Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A very warm welcome back to the unofficial, official cut podcast here at SEN, your home of sport, Paul Sebastiani. I am joined by the well-esteemed, are you loved? I think that's not for me to decide. <laughs> Loved by many, envied by all. Nick Negropontist, head of uh, Nick Negropontist, head of social media here at uh, SEN, and he's a big team of the digital uh, content world when it comes to all things uh, sport. Hello, sir. I'm just updating our depth chart. Ah, yes. I was actually going to say yeah. we need to uh, we need to screenshot and uh, put up the half forward flankers. Moving Jack Savani beneath yeah, Harry Lemmy has okay. not. <laughs> Feels bad. <laughs> it does feel a little bit bad. So we are going to touch on Jasos. We are going to touch on Jack Silvani and uh, his unfortunate end to season 2024. We are also going to touch on our top 10 predictions for yes. season 2024 when it comes to our beloved Carlton Football Club. So we have uh, plenty to get through today, uh, wherever you are listening to this via Spotify or on sen.com.au, the overnight crowd page. Uh, and we'll go through some audience top 10 predictions as well. We'll have a little bit of Q&A too towards the back end as well. But uh, thoughts on the Jack Silvani scenario. It was It's it's devastating, obviously, yep. because he is he's loved by uh, pretty much everyone at the football club. He does cop a little bit of a bad rap when it comes to what he does on the field. But it was when we got the email through from Carlton Media <laughs> at about half past two last week, it was... Uh, I thought I was in a dream because I'd just woken up and I <laughs> scrolled through my emails and said, Jack Silvani to miss season 2024. I go, what's happened now? It's 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 yeah. beyond shattering because the dude just can't get a clean run at it. Mm. Whenever he does get a clean run at it, he becomes a key part of the best 22 and he just his body just keeps letting him down. And this is a full year on the sidelines. It's the worst injury of his career. It sucks as well because I know the weedering injury, we've both talked about it. He'll be back around two or three. Mm-hmm. We're not fussed about it at all. Nope. It felt like the group was having such a clean, clean run with everyone mm. healthy, everyone ready to go. Mm. And then you do get the weedering injury and then you get the Savani injury back to back. And it's like, come on. Mm. It's stiff. Every year it's us. Yeah. Every every year there is one major injury in the preseason, which is un- unfortunate. Now, look, would Jack have played a major role in 2024? We don't know. No one knows. No, no one knows. And now he he's going to have to play a major role off the field, which I think he will anyway. And given his age and experience now and how long he's been in the system for his experience. And, and I would say to a certain point, leadership qualities will definitely stand out for some of the young boys uh, on our list as well. But it's just an, it's an unfortunate loss. And granted, he didn't play any finals last season because of the knee injury and can confirm people stop. It's not Andrew Russell's fault. It's got nothing to do with Andrew Russell. It's got nothing to do with anyone. It is just one of those unfortunate things. It was a plant change of direction, and it just went. We're just a cursed club sometimes. It it, 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 it can happen to anybody. It happened to Zach Williams last season, and it's not the same knee that he hurt mm. last season as well. So let's get that out of the way. It's just It is just an unfortunate event that occurs in contact and high combat sport. The question will be whether they can replace him on the list because the preseason supplemental selection mm-hmm. period hasn't finished yet. Mm-hmm. 
Collingwood has about 12 players training with them because they, they love yep. to hoard everything. Yep. Um, <laughs> so the question will be whether they move... I like that word, hoard. Hoard. They, like they move Jack to the inactive list yep. and go and grab a like-for-like. Like. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the best option for that would be a like-for-like like, to use that depth, that spot created by an open spot and um, and go grab a, a rock forward. Mm. Ideally a forward rock, someone who can... Yeah. Like, they don't have to be a world beater. Nope. Like, I'm thinking Tom Campbell from St Kilda like, where if Charlie and, and Harry knock on wood or De Koning gets hurt, they can play two games a year. They can play every game in the VFL. I don't know who that person is. I know Josh Josh Hare or whatever his name is. He's training at Collingwood. He's a key position player. But, right. yeah, I think that's what I would be doing with that list spot, and I would be doing it either now or you can probably wait till the midseason draft and reassess. Mm. But yeah, it it sucks, it, and it it's a key spot because Carlton's key defense, key forward depth stopped at Charlie and Harry, and yeah. then Jack Silvani playing tall and Harry Lemmy as a developing yeah, exactly. second year player. Exactly. So this to me puts a lot of pressure on Jack Martin to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It puts a lot of pressure on Orazio Fantasia and Jesse Modlop and Matt Owies to to be ready round one and to play the majority of the season and maybe p- play a bit taller. Yep. And I think it puts a lot of pressure on Tom DeConning to stay healthy as well because mm-hmm. I don't think they will get to our predictions. I, I, I don't think they'll play two Ruckman as, as many times as they did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that puts a lot of pressure on DeConning to do 80% of the Ruck work, work. And it puts pressure on Harry Mackay, who I think also has to step up and do some Ruck yep. work and also carry his load in the forward line. What I, what I think is the case, though, is that these lads have been able to deal with this type of adversity for the last, you would say, season and a bit to a point. I think we had a fair few injuries last season that we were able to cover Name a season well. where we haven't had double Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly right. And I think that's that's what the best clubs and best football teams do is that when, when you are tested with regards to your depth and you're tested with regards to the output of certain players that won't be there, uh, it, it's the makings of a good football team. And I think there are no excuses now. And I think Jack would have played a pretty... When I say significant role, I say a very important role in the team from the start of the season to the end of the season, just because of the the spot he covers and what he's able to do on the field. And oh, look, I love his skill set. I love the way he hits up at the ball. I love the way he distributes the ball. Uh, you know, he's he's your five to six out of ten player pretty much every week, and and he, he does have mm. he does have the capability to pull pull a really good game out of the hat, like we saw against Port Adelaide uh, when we went on that run late last season. So. Look, it's an unfortunate loss. So the question I think that list management and Nick Austin would ask is, do we get an incremental advantage or do we get enough cover from the guys we have on the list who would cover that type of area on the field? Or do we need to get an incremental advantage by supplementing him with someone we don't currently have on the list. So they'd be weighing up all the costs and benefits of that. I don't know how that's going to work because Jack will be placed on the inactive list, clearly. Yeah. That's definitely going to occur, you would think. And who they replace him with, we don't know just no. yet. And I... and does and the question that needs to be asked is does the does Harry Lemmy or do Harry Lemmy, Ashton Moyer, Orazio Fantasia, Jack Martin, are those four all trustworthy enough to be put into a slot? That's able to cover him. I would say yes. And just then the other question, form, just so. on top of that, is yeah. do you trust a guy like Hudson O'Keefe or Alex Murkoff to play at all this year? 
because uh, that's another piece of the depth yeah, question. I don't, I yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's about trust. I just think it's they need to get exposure at the level eventually. Mm. If, if we, we just don't know, you need to know, don't you? Yes. Uh, so I think bringing them in, and, and obviously neither of them have played a game, so you're going to get some sort of drop off. Uh, but is there enough in the team to be able to cover maybe the deficiencies they have in their game? I would say absolutely yes. Mm. Absolutely, yes. I really like what Hudson O'Keefe showed in the back end of 2023 at VFL level. I think he skipped ahead of Murkov. I think he's a better footballer than Murkov. Yeah. And I, I do see one of those big fellas playing. I do see one of Harry Lemmy, Alex Murkov, or Hudson O'Keefe playing at some stage in season 2024. I don't know when that will be. Harry Lemmy, I think, looks the one. Yeah. Yeah. There's From what I've seen at training, he he's finally being seen at training, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Kingy was saying as well, he will chatting about because he went to Carlton preseason training. He, did, and he yes. said, yeah, Lemmy was a standout. Yeah. So that's interesting. So yeah. Massive kick on him too. Yeah. Huge kick. Huge well, kick. And he's a second year. He's yeah. second year. It's a baby, mate. So it's a baby. There's, there's no expectation. No. My thought is like you've got between Lemmy, Murkov, um, who's the other one? O'Keefe yes. and Okoy. You've got four players on your list who are developmental. Yeah, and we, we don't know about them because none of them have played. No, but that's the thing. Can you carry four players when you're a premiership threat team on your list who are just not going to play? Yeah. So that one of them needs to break out this year and be even just an option to play. Mm, I think it, if I was going to pick the two, it would be Dom and Harry. Yeah. Uh, Dom, he does some nice things. He does some really, really nice things. It's just about putting it together from contest to contest. And look, I think until you're actually exposed at the level, you don't know. We just don't, don't know. know. So, so look, they, they, they're, look, the coaches and, and selection committee, they're privy. They're obviously privy to it all 24-7, and they know exactly what goes on with these type of players. And we trust them to be able to make decisions that are going to be, you know, beneficial to the club, not just now, but in the long run as well. So how that all pans out in 2023 with those types of players that could potentially replace Jace, I don't know. Just quickly, so looking at the guys who are training on at clubs at the moment, the perfect candidate would have been Oscar McDonald, who spent two years at the club, but Frio swooped on him first. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for key forward guys, like a Will Kelly who was delisted by Colin, he showed a bit, but he was made of class. Uh, You could maybe look at an Aiden Bonner. He's he's not a key position. He's he's also not. Is he a bit injury prone too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jacob Van Ruyen's brother, Sam. Okay. He's training on at Frio at the moment. Uh, you've got, obviously, who I, I said before, Josh Eyre and Bryn Teagle, who are training at Collingwood. Teagle is a ruckman who was delisted by Port. He looked all right last year. Yeah, yeah. I think he could be a decent one if you, if you, if he got an opportunity. Uh, and then, yeah, so th- those are sort of the names. None of them scream, like, obviously, they were delisted for a reason. No, no. Bryn Teagle would probably be my choice if it okay. was as simple as, well, we need to add someone to the list. Who do you want to add? Uh, but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think Orazio is the one. Orazio, Orazio and Harry are the two players, I think, Harry Mackay are the two mm. players who are affected most by this. Yeah. Because Harry Mackay now needs to do backup rock work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, which I, I, I don't mind him doing. No, I, he hasn't done, and you asked me about this last week, I haven't. And and it might be the case that they do this outside of the open sessions. I, I haven't seen him ruck. Like the ruck work hasn't stood out for me in what he's done because I, I just genuinely haven't seen it with my own eyes this yep. preseason. So whether or not he slots into that role, Lewis Young could potentially do that as well because there's every chance that he could come into the team. As a forward ruck. I know, which... You hate. No, not a forward ruck. No, no, no. He'll come in as a backman to cover for Weedering. 
and then he may go into the ruck to cover for right Tom DeCaney, which is a way more complex position. Well, yeah, exactly right. So I don't know how that is. I don't know how that'll pan out. Uh, but th- there are a lot. See, it's funny how one thing just yeah. leads to different it's, dominoes. Different dominoes, including someone has to play in that forward spot. You probably have to pick another small because we don't have another tall. Does so that, I, I think does that I, mean always plays around one? I like, think Orazio is the one who will come in for Jack. That that's that's what I think they will do. Yeah. It's either him or Moya. Yeah, do you, do you think, from what you've seen, do you think Ashton Moore could play around one? Initially, I said no. Uh, but based on what's happened with Jack, he's I think he's every chance to play now. Yeah. He, he has to be. And, uh, look, my gut feel was that I didn't think he would play Ashton Moyer early in the season. Mm-hmm. I thought Billy Wilson would play ahead of him. But my heart and my mind was saying, well, wouldn't it be nice if Michael Voss said to the newest draftees at the club, boys, you're going to play round one because we want you to be able to see exactly what the standard is when it comes to AFL and a team that's a genuine premiership threat on their home deck. This is what you need to get Brisbane to. away. That's yeah, well, I know. well, exactly. It's 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 single swim, yeah. basically, in the first round. And it's not along the lines of, look, you know, just because it's, it's Brisbane doesn't mean you, you cannot play well. Yeah. It's more along the lines of this is the standard you need to set at the level with regards to your running patterns, uh, with regards to your positioning and the way you need to distribute the ball and where you need to be positioned to actually get the ball and affect the contest and affect the game. So Ashton Moyer has firmed to debut given the Jack Silvani news, but I do think they will go with Orazio. Yeah, I think you're right that it'll be Orazio, uh, Modlop, Jack Martin, Lockie Fogarty, and then maybe like a Cunningham. Yep. Or someone like that. Or set roll. And they just have those plus the two talls. And then the question is whether you have to play Pitnet now because you don't have so Yeah, well, that's a question mark, isn't it? And I think the fact that they've signed him to four years tells us everything. Mm. Uh, but I don't know how it's going to work out. Like I've been saying to a lot of people, I don't, like the best 22 just doesn't, for me, it doesn't compute. It, it <laughs> never had, but it never has computed regardless I love of the, the scenario. Best I, I don't, see, I don't. What is, so the question that I always ask is what is a best twenty two? It is. Is, is it ba- okay? So is it based on talent? Is it based on form? Is it based on your opinion of talent? On your opinion of form? Is it based on what coach? Of course, it's based on what coaches want because they pick the team every week. Is it based on opposition? Is it based on? <laughs> it 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 is just. I think everything goes into the melting pot. A forever changing environment. Everything goes into the melting pot, and you just come out with this guy versus this guy in this position. Who would you pick? And then you sort of exactly just go, right. go down the line. But, but that, that the skill set of that particular person might not be required no, against exactly. a certain opposition. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it's always interesting because, like, if you were to pick Carlton's twenty-two best players, Lockie Fogarty wouldn't be in there. But he's in the best twenty-two Ta- because talent he deserves wise? to be. Yeah. Talent wise, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. So then it goes to form. Yeah, correct. And then there were, there would have been times last year where Cripps shouldn't play because of form. There would have been times where Harry Mackay probably shouldn't have played based on form. So it's what, what is so the the question that needs to be asked is <laughs> what is the equation and what are the variables that go into Michael Voss's best twenty two on a week to week scenario? I don't think it's that deep. <laughs> well, it's just a bit of content. It is a bit of content. Isn't <laughs> anyway, it? let's get to our best. All right, predictions. top ten predictions. Uh, we will go from ten to one. You can start if you want. Okay. So my number 10, mm-hmm. I don't know if this might raise a few eyebrows. Um, I think he will miss a few games just based on niggles, but Zach Williams to play 18 plus games. I like that. In 2024. That go. is a nice, easy, simple prediction. Yep. And I hope you're right. I yep. didn't have anything on Williams yep. in here, I don't think. Yep. We will lose round zero to Brisbane. 
Yes. We will lose round 10 to Sydney. Yes. We will lose round 15 to Geelong. Yes. Round 17 to GWS. Yeah. And round 21 to Collingwood. So you think we will lose five games for the year? I think we play finish top four. Okay, I like that. I thought yeah. I'd start off a bit stronger. Okay, no, I like that. Sorry. Right. I think we no, lose no, five no, games for the no, year. No, no, that's okay. It's all right. It's okay. That's okay. I think many would have us in that mold and bracket. You I hope suggest. so. Yeah, I think so. I think that's an you would think attainable that's and achievable fair. goal. Yeah. I think so. Uh, number nine for me. This is a nice little one. Elijah Hollands averages 20 disposals a game. How many games does he play? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he, he's another one. <laughs> he could play three games. He's another one <laughs> affected by Silvani. Oh, exactly. He, oh, can't play around one. he can't play around one. He can't play around two. Yeah. Which means he doesn't yeah. play around three either, you would think. Oh, but there is the bye, but so. Yeah, no, no, no. I think, I, oh, yeah, he's you, a name. You, you would want him to get some VFL form under his belt before you Okay, play. so maybe Hollands comes in then. Maybe, yeah, round five, round six. Rather than, okay, this is a conundrum. It depends. I, I think he plays more a high half forward. But he could play the Jack role too. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay, interesting. Well, just because Jack plays a certain role doesn't mean that they have to go like for like. It could be. The different layer or the other layer that Tom DeConing and everyone speaks about. Love that. Could Love be. That speak. Could be. Uh, what did you have as your ninth? I have, and I wrote this out pre-injury to Jack Silvani, right. that Mark Pitnett is phased out of the best 22 and Harry Mackay takes over as the backup Brockman. Oh, okay. I think I don't okay. think that will be the case round zero. Okay. I think that will be the case by the end of the year. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh even though I like Mark Pitnett, but I love Mark Pitnett. Yeah, this is no, no. nothing against I, him. Okay, so just because that does occur, or if that is to occur, it doesn't mean that he's not going to be an important part of the squad. He is the most important backup in yes. the entire list. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh so number eight for me. This might be a bit controversial. Mm -hmm. Harry Mackay kicks fifty plus goals. Well, I think we all hope so. I I, I would have him down for I just I love him. Forty to fifty. I just love him. I just love him. He's my favorite player on the list. <laughs> yeah. He's my favorite player on the list. I love him. I just love Big Harry. He needs he needs to get he needs to get that the C word into him. You know the one I'm yes. talking about. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Yeah. So no overlap so far, which is interesting. Okay. No, this is good. This See, is this good. is good. And you did say let's not We haven't we, we haven't gone through this. No, together. no, there's we been no no no. There's been no conspiring. Yeah. Nothing like that. Uh okay, number did you no, you haven't gone your number eight. Did you go your number eight? Jordan Boyd is going to play 22 games this Ooh, year. Oh, I like that. Okay. And he will be our primary mover off halfback. He's a good player. I love Jordan Boyd. Yeah, he's a very good player. His best game of his yeah. career came in the prelim. Did. I think he is prioritized ahead of Zach Williams this year. I like that. Yeah, I do like that call. I know I had Zach Williams in there to play a fair few games. They can but, all play together. But I think it's a nice way to ease Williams back into the fold. Yeah. Given what given what he's had to go through over the last year, I like that. Call, I just actually. love Jordan Boyd. Yeah. Is there a better kick on our list? No. Other than maybe Kerno. No. 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 Yeah. No. On the run. No. He's he's a fantastic user of the ball. Fantastic user of the ball. Uh, that's a great call, Pont. Thank Very you. good call. Um, I hope it, I hope you haven't left your best. Oh no, I've got a few good ones. I, have, I hope you haven't put your best out on the table <laughs> this early. <laughs> oh, I've got one, and I, the reason I put it here is because I think it's a. When I say pretty obvious, I think a lot of people are going to predict this. Uh, my number, what have I gone to? 10, 8, no, 10, 9, 8, 7. Number six for me, Sam Walsh wins the Brownlow. I've got that too. Okay. There we go. Right. There's our first overlap. Was that at six? Oh, oh no, you've I've got, got that. Okay, you've got that somewhere. Yep. Okay, all right, okay. So number six for me, with Sam, Sam Walsh wins the Brownlow. There go, you go on. Why do you think he'll win the Brownlow? Oh, he's just a gun. He's a pole, he's a pole getter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Full preseason, pro proven 
proven polar, full preseason. His back end of the year was Gary Esmeral. His his final series was had to be seen to be believed uh, because of the goals he kicked. Yeah, in clutch moments against Melbourne, and people said, and the big knock on him was that he doesn't impact. Not a match. He's not damaging enough. He came out and basically won that game for Carlton against Melbourne. He was absolutely phenomenal, and there's no reason known why that form should not continue yep. for the majority of 2020. I completely agree. I think if Carlton is a, is a top four team, Sam Walsh wins the Brownlow. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. So, You're number six, Pont. So I'll, I'll I'll cross off the Sam Walsh one. Okay. <laughs> I've got I've got one that I think you'll like. Okay. Matt Cottrell makes a leap from Ooh. from good Ooh. from good role player to Ooh. just good player. Okay. Right. Full preseason. Obviously, I think people forget that last year he was coming off. I think it was a foot injury, like a pretty, yes, sig- pretty yeah, significant injury. It, it was a one of those stress reactions to the foot. Now I don't know if this is true. It would just it might have been because he did put on six to seven kilos, okay. and his running capability is just ridiculous. So that that I don't I don't know if that contributed to it. I'm not saying that it did, but the way he finished off the season was he was sensational. He was. Incredible in the second half of the year, and he, was. his return to the team almost coincided with the run. So mm. I think he's incredibly important. Full preseason, everyone's talking about how he looks quite good in over summer. Yeah, I think he makes a leap to mm-hmm. from best twenty-two player to best fifteen, mm-hmm. best fourteen. He was he was nearly best on ground in the final. So mm. I think that's a good starting point. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. No. Let's say. Um, I, I think a lot of people will be siding with that. Uh, I think a lot of people will be siding with that prediction. It okay. could be the number one prediction for a lot of people. Uh, number five? Number five, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Charlie, this is this is an interesting one. Um, no, not Charlie. Um, Tom DeConing becomes the number one ruck in the competition. You got him as the All-Australian ruck? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It feels like the year where he should be making a He's huge He's doing that. Mm-hmm. We saw a little bit of compound interest last year. Now, compound interest doesn't, you know, compound interest is slow, 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 slow. Then it just goes whoosh. I hope he's had a big year, big off-season fitness-wise. Yep. Because he needs to be able to play 90% of the run. He is motoring along in preseason. Beautiful. Motoring along. Um, I like your Cottrell call, by the way. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be get around that. I think that's going to be a big one for a lot of Carlton supporters. When I said that it would be the number one thing that a lot of people, Carlton supporters, will say, yeah, it was to do with our fan base. I don't think many in the media would pick that, though. No. That's no. why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> Number five for me. Yes. Orazio Fantasia and Jesse Motlop combined for 57 goals. Orazio Fantasia and Jesse Motlop combined for 57. 57. Do you want to be any more precise than that? I what, think, what behind, how many behinds are so, they going to kick? I don't think they quite get 30 each. <laughs> I think one falls just short, but they tick the box that we need. 57 goals. Yep. Okay. Because not 56, not 58. No Carlton player <laughs> outside of Charlie or Harry has kicked 30 goals in a season since Matthew Wright in 2017. We need someone to do it this season, and I think it'll be one of those two, and I think the other will fall just short. Speaking of Matty Wright, he was on my gridly the other day, on my footy gridly. <laughs> do you play footy gridly? I stopped a while Oh, ago. it's fantastic. It's get good. back, Please get back into okay. it. Get back into it. I want to make the... I actually want to make it a segment, not just on here, but I've got three other mates that have, we've started to play it properly, and we have... We, we, we do it every day. Mm. So we just put up our it's, numbers every day and then put our names. People stop, stop talking about it. But Mate, it, footy it grid fun. is the best. It's fantastic. <laughs> I've been, I've been the last week and a half, I've been waiting for midnight. It's hit midnight. Oh, oh footy gridly. Oh, I need to get, I need to get onto it. So it's Dan, <laughs> Matt and Phil. Big shout out to Dan, Matt and Phil. Uh, 
Okay, what are we up? What are we up to? Number four. Number four. Okay, I reckon you'll like this one. I reckon a lot of people are going to like this one. Now, what was spoken about Charlie Curnow's final series? Yes. This is my prediction for 2024, my number four. Charlie Curnow hits a tiny form slump, but wins the Gary Ayres medal. Okay. How's that? When's the form slump? Or just overall across the year? Don't don't know when it's going to happen. I just get the feeling he's going to hit a little bit of a form slump. It might be a two, three-week patch. Don't know when it's going to be. But he will win the Gary Ayers medal. I like that. Who's in the other room? Yeah, I see you. Oh, I was just oh you're TV. looking at the wrestling. No, okay, no, no. Just, okay. the, the ad popped up. Okay, right. That's a fair shout. <laughs> um, if Gary, God, if he wins the Gary Ayers medal, Carlton wins, wins the flag, you would think. Uh, you think one means the other? You'll find out soon. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> 2024 is the biggest year of Jack Martin's career. And I wrote this before Jack Savani got hurt. So happy birthday to Jack Martin. Happy by the 20, way. He's twenty nine. Twenty nine. I yeah. thought he was like twenty seven. Yeah, he's twenty nine. So this yep. is this is the year. Yep. Jack, his powers. You, you did it for you did it for for three months. Mm-hmm. Time to do it for twelve. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, uh, that's it. your number four is Jack Martin. Yeah, like it. Uh, okay, number three for me. Now everyone's forgotten about this. I think this is my number three top mm-hmm. ten prediction. Uh, or my th- my third in the top 10. It's number three, Paul. You don't have to go on 10 times because you've just said exactly what it is. My number three is Carlton will break the Adelaide Oval hoodoo and win both games there. <laughs> God. <laughs> we, we, do we play Adelaide in Adelaide again? No, we play Port over there. Oh, thank God. Yeah. God, they... Yeah. Adelaide and Adelaide has marked the end of almost the end of our season two years in a row. <laughs> Carlton will break the Adelaide Oval hoodoo and win both games there against Fremantle and Port oh, yeah, true. Adelaide. Fremantle. Yes. So we haven't been given the, the gather round G- first round. game this year. Gather round is, uh, yeah, that is number three on the list for me. Okay. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. There you go. What's so, your number three, Pont? I've come up with one on the spot because I had the Sam Walsh one. Okay, yep. I don't think we'll see much of more Wilson or Bins this year. I think All right. if the team stays healthy, knock yep. on wood, which it never And that's okay. It never does. That's okay. They are yep. they are teenagers. They are there yep. for they are there to learn. But I think if the team stays healthy healthy, the depth is there for them not to be overly required. And hopefully they all have big years in the VFL. Jackson Bins obviously had a pretty good year in the VFL. He yep. won the club's best and fairest. <laughs> Not too bad in your first year of footy. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty impressive. Not I just too bad don't at think all. it'll be the year where he makes the leap and jumps over Hollands, Cottrell, Akers, Cunningham, Fogarty, Hollands, those guys. Nice. Okay. Like it. I like it. Uh, okay. Now, so I know which order I'm in, so I don't tell you what order we're in for the 55th time Yep. by one number. Number two. Caleb Marchbank becomes our best key defender. Ahead of Wittering. Mm-hmm. Wow. Gun. What are you basing that off? Just he's a gun. First full preseason? He is a very, very good footballer. This kid, I say kid, he's not a kid anymore. He's <laughs> certainly not. This guy, is a, he is as brave as they come. Yeah. Just need him to stay Brave healthy. as they come, I think he will become our best defender, our best key defender in 2024. That would be pretty big. I'll leave the big calls till late, mate. I'll leave the big <laughs> calls to the top three, my friend. I've They're, got a... And I think I'm onto something, yeah. That's yeah. If that's the case, that would be huge. He, he's a good footballer. He's a great footballer. He just hasn't had a preseason in six his, years. His final it? against Sydney, he took that massive mark mm. at the back end of the game, going back with the flight. I thought he was as brave as anything um, against Melbourne, and I thought he was fantastic against. Um, look, I say fantastic against Brisbane, but 
it, it was tough for him to go up there, at, you know, the Gabba with not a lot of football under his belt. Mm. And the, the reason I say this as well is because the club and our coaches and selection panel backed him in when a lot of people had him out of the team. Even just the way Wiedering talks about him, mm. talks so glowingly about oh, him. Well, I love Marchie. He, he, he is my favorite defender. I, I, I think he's just got so much talent. I think he's a great footballer and I think he will be, yeah, I think he'll become our best key defender in 2024. Number two, okay. the biggest move that no one is talking about at Carlton okay. is the addition of Jordan Russell. Oh, all right. Well, okay. So what's this? And what okay. it means for Ash Hansen, ah, who I think okay. is an incredible game day coach. Yes. And it frees him up to focus on that. Okay. Because Jordan Russell is now the forward line coach, which has okay. freed up Ash Hansen to just be senior assistant. Okay. And I think that addition of one extra body okay. uh, will have great effect on how we move the ball and little things we do on game day. So I don't want to steal your thunder or light. Or Please I don't, do. I don't want to steal your thunder with this, but your second prediction, your number two, is that Jordan Russell will be the signing of the offseason. Pretty much for Carlton. Okay, yep. I like that. Yep. <laughs> we've found our <laughs> we found our we found our hook for this podcast. That's all it. right, great. Okay, all right. Okay, I like that. I actually really like that. <laughs> Discuss that. I actually had a little <laughs> bit of a discussion about that with uh uh the almost blues brothers boys. Mm. Uh and we we spoke a little bit about Jordan Russell and what it means for Ash Hansen. Joey did say that he would be the one. I like that. This is a good call. This think, is a really good call. Well played, bit, helps. Well played. Yeah, no, the off-field the off field signings, you cannot underestimate them. Okay, I like that. Okay. Number one. Do I go or do you go? Because mine's huge. Okay, mine is way less huge, so I'll go first. Okay, all right, go. Patrick Cripps will be Carlton's third most important midfielder this year. Oh, okay. Below? And below Chera and Walsh. Okay. All right. I yeah, think yeah, he yeah, was yeah. already there. Okay. I think, yep. I yep. think 2023, yep. Patrick Cripps was Carlton's third most important midfielder. Mm-hmm. I think 2024 is when everyone will realize that because I think Chera and Walsh are going to be yep. our two best Yeah, players. I like that. Okay, Arguably yes. our two best players. From an year. output point of view, when yep. you look at the numbers. And okay, and yep. that doesn't mean Cripps won't have a huge impact. Yeah. And that doesn't mean Cripps won't still have 20 contested possessions a game when he wants to. But I think Walsh and Chera will be the, the game deciders. Conversely, and I'll, I'll just play devil's advocate just for the sake of this. Yep. I think he might have something to say about that. I hope so. <laughs> that's what we want. That's what I, that's what we want. He's a very special footballer. He's a very very special footballer. Uh, was it confirmed that he was playing with broken ribs? He's always, Surely he was playing with broken he's ribs. Always in that final with series. Yeah, okay, I like he's, that. He's the toughest footballer I've okay. ever seen. Yeah, he's he's a monster. Okay, I like that call. I think Adam Cheras. I think he's going to have a massive year. Me too. He's a very good footballer. Touch wood. He stays fit. Okay, here we go. My number one prediction. Do it. Top 10. We round it out with. This is exactly what I have word for word. (laughs) It's just going to be so exciting, as Bruce would say. Carlton defeats Collingwood in the 2024 grand final by 17 points to win its 17th flag. It'd be pretty funny if that actually happened like exactly like that. And Brody Kemp kicks a goal in the game. (laughs) Number 17. (laughs) <laughs> everything points towards 17. So to reiterate that, because I know this is going to be clipped up by Collingwood fans who bookmark this podcast and clip the audio out of it. Carlton defeats Collingwood in the 2024 grand final by 17 points. 
there's your number one prediction. Love it. 2024. I, was, I wasn't brave enough to go that far. <laughs> but I did have a stop four. <laughs> it did have a stop four. All right. You know what we will do now, Pont? What? Now that we have summarized our top 10. Actually, no. Let's Sorry. Let's summarize our top 10. Let's go through it again. Okay. Uh, bit by bit. So um, you can start. Go from your 10 to 1. Uh, Carlton wins 17 games. Yep. Mark Pittnett is phased out of the best 22. And yep. Harry Mackay does the backup ruck work. Jordan Boyd becomes a best 22 player. Yep. Matt Cottrell makes a big leap. Orazio and Modlop combine for nearly 60 goals. No, no. Say say exactly the number. 57. Thank you. <laughs> 2024 is the biggest year of Jack Martin's career. We get minimal impact from youngsters like Moore, Wilson, and Bins in the AFL side. Mm-hmm. Jordan Russell's addition frees up Ash Hansen and has a big effect on game day. Yep. Patrick Cripps falls behind Chera and Walsh in the pecking order midfield-wise. And Sam Walsh wins the Brownlow. Okay, that would have been your would that would have that would have been my number, my number one. one. Okay, all right, I like that. Okay, so my top ten for me: Zach Williams plays eighteen plus games for the season. Elijah Hollands averages twenty disposals a game. Uh, did I miss this? Oh, I must have missed this. Did you miss one? Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You do eleven. Oh, I did miss this one. I thought I missed this. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna have. We're going to have to rewind here and go back to this. So, go for it. My number eight. Did I? I mustn't have mentioned this. Ollie Hollands finishes top five in the BNF. I love that. <laughs> I've completely missed that. I think How did I miss that? I think that's a great prediction. I missed that. I only went for nine. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- so, my number eight is Ollie Hollands finishes top five in the BNF. I think that's a great prediction. I think that's entirely yeah. fair. It's like a blue healer. I love it. Just rounds him up all day. Uh, yeah, okay, so so Zach Williams, might have to elaborate on that, actually. Holly <laughs> Holland, uh, I think will be, uh, I think he'll become our best winger in 2024. I know that's a big call given what Blake Akers did, but I just love I just love him. He's just so, he's, he's, he's got balls of steel. He's got that dog in him. He does. He actually does. Uh, he, he runs, well, you have to run all day when you're a, when you're a winger, but he's so, he is so, What's the word I'm looking for? His toughness is an undersold facet of his game, I think. And the way he gets from contest to contest yep. is phenomenal. You watch him train. Oh, oh he, the, the, the way he trains is the way he plays. It's a tough running as well. Yeah, he, he's just he's he just gut busts. And uh, I think I want, I want to see him start to add a little bit more offensive flair to his game as well, which, which I think he will. He will. Yeah, he's I think, a, he's still I think he will. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to like about him. Okay, so my top 10 again uh, to, re- to recap. Zach Williams plays 18 games. That was number 10. 18 plus games. Number nine, Elijah Hollands averages 20 disposals a game. Number eight, Ollie Hollands finishes top five in the BNF. Number seven, Harry Mackay kicks 50 plus goals. Number six, Sam Walsh wins the Brownlow. Number five, Charlie Curnow hits a tiny form slump but wins the Gary Ayres medal. Um, number four, Tom DeConing becomes the number one ruck in the competition. Number three, Carton will break the Adelaide Oval hoodoo and win both games there against Fremantle and Port. Number two, Caleb Marchbank becomes our best key defender. And number one, my number one prediction for 2024, Carlton defeats Collingwood in the 2024 grand final by 17 points to take home flag number 17. And that's our top 10. If you have any other predictions, let us know on social media. Feel free to let us know what you agree and disagree with. Uh, agree and disagree with with for our predictions. I got don't know f- why I couldn't say that sentence. Got a few here, actually. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few. Yeah, F- Fletch, our Fletch here, Fletch Fraser, a great man, panel operator, young fella. Pont's doing the don't know. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> he does work here. There's a lot of people who work here. <laughs> there are a lot of people that work here. Uh, you're not around the production team. No, no, no. Team. You just do what you've got to do. He said, Carton will finish top four. Harry McKay and Charlie Kerner will be an unstoppable duo up four. That's fair enough. Uh, MP, uh, Emma Louise, says our forward line is going to be fire with the fire emoji this season. We like that. Jesse Motlop, goal of the year from Adrian Sell. Like that. Jeremy Cruz. I'll quickly zip through these. H to kick 40 to 50. Ollie will solidify a wing roll. Elijah will nail down forward roll. Boyd to play 15 to 20 games. TDK will kick 20 plus. Motlop will kick 20 plus. Weed is to return in April. Gov's hair will return to normal like that. Selection Hopefully. hard for the right reasons. Chairs best and fairest. Top four finish. Uh, Peter V. Top four. Walsh. Brownlow. Motlop 30 goals. Cherubin F. Harley and Charlie, one of, Harley and Harry and Charlie. Good lord, <laughs> I was combining the two there. Harry and Charlie, uh, one of them will win the Coleman. Uh, Walsh, Chera, Williams, Kerno, Weedering to be named in the All Australian team. TDK to be top five ruckman in the competition. I reckon he's already there. Uh, Charlie Kerno will be finals MVP. Oh, thank you. Well done, Pete. Yeah, you and I are both the same. Uh, the best bit is all of these are going to happen. It's going to be the best year ever, mate. I hope so. I definitely hope so. Clarence Worley. This is interesting. Rob Monaghan will play at least three games for the club this season and score at least three goals. Okay, there's a call. The young Irishman. He stood out in training yeah. uh, in the most recent open session we had. Yeah, okay. He's got to learn the game. Interesting. Um, Luigi, baggers to win the flag, finish top of the ladder, Walsh equips Brownlow, Charlie 90 goals, Harry 50 to 60. This is very optimistic, but I like it. <laughs> Fantasia 45 goals. Good Lord. Uh, Elijah, top five, best and fairest. Mm, don't know about that. Love if that could happen. Billy Wilson to be an integral player. Elijah, all Australian. Norm Smith, Cripps. Zach Williams, back to his best. There you go. That's a lot of submissions. That's you know, there's a lot of submissions. Uh, Dom in the Zen said Harry gets his mojo back and then some. And movement, Jake C says Zach Williams to have a full season, no injuries, fingers crossed. Hopefully. And those are our predictions from our listeners, um, which right. are there's probably at least we know we've got how many? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight people who listen. Seven. No. Yeah, eight people. You read out more than eight things just then. Yeah, no, no, no. We eight people <laughs> listen. Eight people. Well, we listen have proof that more than eight people listen. Yeah, no, we do have proof. Thankfully, that more than eight people listen. Uh, what's on for you, Pont, for the rest well, of the? I want to get down to a Carlton training. I don't know when the next open training is, but I want to get down and see them with my own eyes. Yes. Because my favorite thing is writing the preseason article of who looks good, who looks better, what what's changed. What do we call it an observational observation. Piece? We'll get down to the preseason games, I'm sure, and check that out. And, That'll be that'll be intriguing. Well, how how about we do this? How about we do this? Given that you and I are esteemed part of the media, why don't we sort ask? Of. Well, no, not sort of. We are. Why don't we ask to go to a session that's not open? I'm sure they'll let us in. We should create create a petition. Change.org.a. Change.org. Oh, Sign yeah. a petition to get us in. <laughs> we'll start a GoFundMe. No, we're not if you want to, you can ask the question. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll come along. I'll ask the question. Yeah, I can ask the question. Yeah. What are we going to do? Find out his game plan. And reveal it to the world. Did you see that Essendon, <laughs> a tradie, leaked their best 22? I don't uh, know if it's real or not. Mate. But. No. Can we do something? I love it. I, I just love that stuff. Can we do something on this podcast this year? Yes. Every time someone mentions best 22 in a sentence, you have to put a dollar in a jar. No, because I'll lose all my dollars. Well, mate, you've got to make sacrifices. Essendon for the had a good. whiteboard. In their rooms with yes. a bunch of magnets on there and a bunch of like little notes. Could have been anything. And a tradie's taking a photo of it. Any, it could have been any whiteboard anywhere. Anyone could have put that together. You don't know. It's like Basil Zemplis, mate. His words got taken out of context. And like all journos do these days, because no one has any credibility anymore, everyone just fires off. 
<laughs> and I've just absolutely caned everybody in the media. Yeah, Mason Redmond was starting on ball. No, nah, someone's put that together. Someone's concocted that. There's no way that's true. There's no way that's true. Uh, all right. I don't know when we're going to reconvene. It'll probably be when we go to the next training session where we can yep. have a look at what's going on. But preseason games are just around the corner. We play uh, Geelong first and then Melbourne. Which is good. So Geelong is an unofficial scratch match, which will be broadcast. And then the Melbourne game is the official uh, a good test. preseason game. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. We get a team with Geelong that we don't know how they're going to be this year. I would suspect they might finish just outside the eight, but they'll still be a test. And Melbourne, uh, yeah, semi-final rematch. We we relive the uh, we relive what happened last season. So uh, we're done and dusted. You need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. Uh, leave comments. Leave questions. Leave us feedback. Via Twitter, your Twitter at Nick Negropontus at Nick Negr- at Nick Negropontus. You can uh, find my Twitter as well at Paolo Seb P A O P A O L O S E B zero five. Or just search uh, my name, you, Paul Sebastiani. You, how to spell your name? Oh, was just, mate, I've had a long, big weekend. <laughs> I've had a big weekend. Big shout out to Michael Maloney, one of my closest mates who I was groomsman for. Uh, he's a massive Carlton man. We go to the footy every week together, uh, and we had a big Carlton theme song. Uh, uh, yeah, got got a run in the limo. Uh, <laughs> got a run a few times at the wedding reception too. So uh, we're done and dusted. We're out of here. We'll be back uh, probably after our next training session that we can attend and we'll give you an update as to what's going on. And then the footy starts. Pre-season will be here. See you, Nick. See you soon.